This is the Honest CEO Show, hosted by the Honest CEO, Caroline Kennedy. Get ready to be informed, inspired, and motivated by the honest stories from passionate, extraordinary business people who share their ups and downs and their learnings on the journey to building success in business. Welcome, and today my guest is Olivia Ruello, and she is the CEO of Australia's largest community for women, Business Chicks. Olivia started her career in industrial relations before moving into senior roles in the HR and recruitment industries. At just 24 years old, Olivia was appointed general manager of a well-respected recruitment firm and went on to lead her team to win multiple Recruitment Agency of the Year awards, largely thanks to her ability to understand customers and a commitment to creating a human way of doing business. Olivia led the partnership and brand team at Business Chicks for four years from 2009 before moving to the Commonwealth Bank, where she drove a unique leadership and culture agenda for the corporate banking division. In 2015, Olivia received the CEO Award for the development of a women's circle within the organisation. In January of this year, Olivia returned to Business Chicks in the role of CEO Australia, overseeing the business's 100 plus annual events, corporate partnerships, quarterly publication of Latte and various other digital assets that assist and connect Business Chicks 44,000 members daily. Olivia sits on the advisory board of The Hunger Project an organisation that aims to end world hunger by 2030 and has also led three hunger project leadership immersion trips to India. Olivia Ruello is moved and motivated by remarkable women and has a deep passion for women stepping into and realising their own power and potential. As the CEO of Business Chicks Australia, she wants to help women harness their strengths as females empathy, kindness, collaboration and connection to create a generation of leaders who care. Welcome to the show, Olivia. It certainly is a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much, Caroline. It's great to be talking with you too. Mm. Now, in January this year, you became the CEO of Business Chicks Australia. Mm. Tell us about Business Chicks. Yeah, sure. Um, Business Chicks is a thriving global community now of women. Uh, We produce engaging content, events and experiences, uh, all designed to connect women with inspiration, possibilities and each other, of course. Um, We're a huge global platform now and um, in North America, which is wonderful. And I've been personally been in and out of the business for 10 years, Caroline. So when I started as CEO in January, it certainly felt like coming home. Um, you know, the business has grown since I left, but there's still that same energy when you walk through the door, that that real spirit of women supporting women. And, and it's certainly to me nothing, um, you know, the community is really a community of women that has each other's backs and that has not changed in 10 years. So it was such a joy to come back as CEO in January, such a privilege. Yeah. 
And I've yeah. attended a couple of the events since then and certainly yes. noticed that, um, you know, it just seems like you've eased back in and, and like nothing had changed. You know, it's so natural for you to be part of the organisation and the community as well. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we. Uh, I, I certainly didn't didn't want to make too many changes and that was not my intention at all. Um, so we'd wanted to continue doing all the all the wonderful things that we're doing um, and just really evolve and enhance those things, which is what my focus has been this year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And as a team, you roll out a, over 100 events a year. So tell us about those events. Sure. Um, yeah, such a fun aspect of our role, that's for sure. And our events are completely diverse and our experiences are um, quite varied. So we have our signature, you know, networking des- networking nights designed to make networking easy and fun. Um, we have our big blockbuster breakfast events, which I'm sure you've been to. Yes, um, we're, we're, Yeah, where we get, you know, up to 1,400 or 1,500 guests sometimes in one room. Generally, that's a bigger name speaker, someone sort of inspirational. Um, we have educational workshops, which is a slightly longer form uh, event model. And we now, last year, we introduced a very large-scale expo called Nine to Thrive, um, which we've just wrapped up again for this year in Sydney and Melbourne, which was a huge success. And our annual Movers and Breakers Conference, mm-hmm. which is happening in Byron Bay at the end of October this year. Um, so we have huge events. I mean, previous speakers have included um, Gloria Steinem, a personal hero of mine. We were lucky to have Gloria in May this year. Um, Ariana Huffington, Dr. Brene Brown, Seth Godham, Julia Gillard, Diane von Furstenberg. I'm just going through them all in my head amongst many, many more. So um, we, we run a full event schedule, but we also run bespoke once-in-a-lifetime experiences, such as our leadership retreat on Necker Island yeah. with Richard Branson <laughs> and, and, and a bunch of other, you know, highly curated thought leaders. And, um, and something that I'm personally extremely passionate about, our leadership immersion trips with the Hunger Project uh, to countries in, in Africa and India. So we do a lot on you the do. event side. Yeah. <laughs> and when, when, you, know, when you roll them all off and, and you know, yeah. you, you're explaining them to me, I'm like, wow, where do you I guys know. get the time to put all I this know. together? I know. The whole business works so, so hard, Caroline, but... And that events team, you know, they just um, are non-stop and they work so hard and they're so passionate about what they do. So I'm very privileged to be around incredibly talented people in this business. Yeah. Well, you can't do yeah. it alone, can you? No. No. So no. You're only as good no. as your team. That's no. what I always say. Oh, it's a big team now as well. So so um, we are growing and I'm very lucky we've got some um, incredible people here. Yeah. And Nine to Thrive was um, in Melbourne recently, as you mentioned, yes. and it was the first time that it was in yes. Melbourne. I was fortunate enough to go along on the Friday and what right. a fantastic event and the energy in the room and, you know, women just really supporting each other and sharing their stories and particularly on stage and you just yeah. get a lot out of that, don't you? Oh, so much, you know. It's um, it's like it, it's it, to me it feels like two days where we're literally celebrating women and we're celebrating women's achievements and we're giving people an opportunity to come together and have a bit of fun as well. Um, the spirit of Nine to Thrive is very um, vibrant and, and full of energy and very, very fun. And, um, yeah, it's, 
we weren't sure how Melbourne would go, you know, to speak um, completely honestly. Yeah. And it, it blew us away, um, that that room. I'm so glad you were there. That room was um, electric and we were able to showcase, you know, perhaps, perhaps speakers that we don't normally have on our breakfast event uh, roster or um, other events. So, so it was a really great opportunity for us to introduce some new um, brands and speakers and ideas and thought leadership to our community as well. Yeah, and I think I also really enjoyed, um, you know, the stall aspect of it where yeah. I walked around and just was chatting with other business um, individuals, yes. many that I knew, but it yeah. still it was a really great environment just to have uh, those conversations and everyone being in the same room as well, which mm. ha- doesn't happen very often. Not in no. a not in a um, an environment where you can just walk around and and have those conversations. I mean, we go to the breakfast, which are fantastic and they're a great yeah. experience to learn. But you yeah. rush out. Do you know what I mean yeah, to go to absolutely. work or whatever that may be? Yeah. Absolutely. It's so funny you said it. And, you know, our exhibitors said to us as well, you know, we had over 100 exhibitors and they said just the opportunity for all of them to connect and build relationships with each other. You know, these are, you know, a, a lot of small businesses, yeah. some medium-sized businesses, and obviously a couple of the the, the bigger brands, but um, the opportunity to network amongst each other, they really, really loved and valued. So um, that, that was a huge component of Nine to Thrive. Yeah, yeah. And it worked really well. Yeah. Now, I'm a big believer in the fact that to grow a business, you must spend time working on your business rather than in your business. And that can be very challenging, especially as businesses um, are growing as well. Mm. But can you tell us about um, the growth Mm. and the journey of Business Chicks and the avenues you've really focused on for growing the community? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, in my role, I certainly spend a lot of time working on the business. Um, (laughs) You know, my my role is to really set the vision, direction, impact and strategy for the brand, you know, and um, get the team really engaged with that vision. So that, um, in my mind, means getting really razor sharp on why we exist, you know, what our purpose is and what we want our impact to be. So it's been such an incredible year because Business Chips has really grown quite organically over the last 10 years. We've never really had a marketing function, Caroline, you know. So it's been literally community, um, almost ambassadorship that's grown the community. Um, so really this year it's been getting really razor sharp on, you know, why, why do we exist and what do we want that impact to be? But in terms of our focus for growth, uh, we know that our community lives so much of their lives online and on social media. So it's important that we do too, you know, so we've had to really, really evolve because the business really grew out of an events model. Yeah. Um, to, yeah, to date. So an events, we're never going to stop doing events we're never going to stop innovating with events women still want to eyeball each other you still want to have tactile you know you want to be able to see each other and, and have conversations with each other but but digital certainly has to become an, our, our enabler and um we yeah, our communities online you know so digital is a big focus for us um actually the last four months, the team's been heads down, building a really exciting new web platform for our community. Yeah, which we're insourcing. So we've got a tech team and, yeah, so it's been, you know, I've created new roles and new areas of the business in the last six months. So we've got new head of digital, we've got a new marketing function, uh, we've got a whole digital team and tech team. So um, it's a really, really exciting time. So, you know, we've been known, I guess, historically for giving or creating amazing opportunities 
for members through events, but now we're focusing on how we complement those experiences with our online presence and what does that look like for members and how do we continue to add um, value, value to someone that would become a member of Business Chicks. So stay tuned. It's all happening. Oh, that's no quite one's exciting. Or not busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. it's, it's really about the natural evolution as well because yeah. you look at how can we continue to contribute and add value to those members and, and the relationships and what does that look like next uh, and that's so important, isn't it? And and as you said before about, you know, your role particularly mm. is about working on the business, the strategy, yeah. um, your purpose, making sure you're clear on your purpose and you continue to um, mm. add that value. And I, I sometimes, you know, a lot of when we work with um, our clients, I find a lot of them just forget that. Do you know what I mean? Because they yes. get so bogged down in the yeah. everyday running of a business and it's really hard and I understand oh, that but if you absolutely but if it, it's it's about what drives you what are you passionate about what's going to get you out of bed mm. in the morning or keep you mm. up really late at night as well yeah that you just absolutely. love doing isn't it Oh, and it's so tricky because I totally get that particularly in smaller businesses you know you have to be completely in it and in the business and immersed and doing all the doing, but also, you know, create the space to be able to do the thinking, you know, the whole on the balcony and in the dance piece, particularly for CEOs, you know, you have to find that beautiful balance between being able to be, you know, on the dance floor, but also, you know, on the balcony and seeing the big picture and making sure that everyone sort of stays really, really aligned with the vision and direction of the business. So that really does require you carving out time to do that yeah um yeah which we all know women um are extremely time poor so we we don't do that very very well but um but certainly um I I try to to make sure I spend um a lot of my time working on the business yeah yeah and I Mm. think the with the I hear a lot about you know people being time poor and we all are we've all got the Mm. same 24 hours in the day it's about prioritizing though um and that's really important and understanding what those priorities are yeah absolutely now business chicks is all about community as we've just talked about it's about women and some men I've seen a man at events supporting each other always welcome yeah so fundamentally it's about the belief that Together we learn, grow, challenge and kick ass, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your advice for anyone who wants to get the most out of the network? Yeah. I mean, certainly my biggest piece of advice would be to take every single opportunity to connect with other members, whether it's at events or online. So say hi to people that perhaps you haven't met before. You know, don't always stick to that group of people that you know, really, really try and immerse yourself in the community. You know, come along to one of our networking nights, comment on articles on social media. Um, It's an opportunity to connect with members in a digital way as well. Um, I, I would certainly say the more you put in, the more you get out. And the more willing you are to demonstrate that willingness to support others, the more people are willing to support you. It's really as simple as that. Um, So asking other community members, you know, what do you need support with right now always goes a really long way. Um, We find that the people that give the most get the most back, you know, and, and, and members often tell me that, it's because of the support of other business chicks that they've had the courage to, to really be bold and take risks. And we hear these stories time and time again. And um, certainly I would say 
that the way to get the most out of the community as well is to be real and open and occasionally a bit vulnerable. Um, it's such a safe, um, it's such a safe community. So we really encourage people to just be authentic and be themselves, and um, you you really get the most out of out of. So when someone says, you know, how's business? Fine, great, you know, wonderful. Sometimes, you know, we, we encourage people to be real and say, well, actually, it's really, really hard right yeah. now and I'm struggling with this. And, and we certainly find in our community there's a really strong spirit of um, being vulnerable and authentic and real. And that's one of the things I love the most about Business Chicks. So I really encourage people, don't put on that mask or that game face um, in the community. Really, really get to know people uh, and find commonality at, at that human level. And that is so important because business is hard and life mm. is hard and especially if you're a, a female who has family and you're trying to run a business as well. There are also there are so many levels that compound on there. And having yeah. a conversation with somebody, and I certainly know I've experienced this, where by you say, this is really challenging me at the moment. I really don't know what to mm. do. Mm. And generally somebody will say, I've been through that. And this is what I did. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's right for you, um, mm. w- w- you know, whatever recommendation they make, but at least that opens up the conversation and opens up your mind um, oh, to somebody absolutely. who's been through that. And then you realise that you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I promise you there's someone else in the community that's been going through what you've been through. You know, they might might respond to that challenge differently, sure, but, um, you know, there's there's a huge amount of empathy and understanding in the community and I, yeah, absolutely, Caroline, I encourage people to really be open and honest with that. And I, I don't think we've ever had feedback from someone saying, listen, I sat next to this woman at, at this breakfast <laughs> event or, you know, and I spoke to her about this and she sort of looked at me like I was a little bit alien. <laughs> uh, we've never once had that feedback, no, you know. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a community of like-minded people and I think that that's the key is that um, you identify with that, you identify with the community and that's why you join. Um, and there's a large number of females out there that are like-minded clearly because of the membership that you've got. But I want to go back to your point um, in relation to support as well because I think this is so important. And, you know, attending networking events, you know, for years as everybody has been, but what's really important for me is that um, when I speak to somebody and and they're really passionate and I think, how can I help you? You know, first and foremost, how can I help you um, excel or um, how can I help you get towards your goal a little bit Mm. quicker but actually genuinely wanting to help people which is really important and and those values are so strong that Mm. it's reciprocal and not that you expect anything in return because I certainly never do but if we just Mm. really um you know put people first and weren't just Mm. self-motivated continually it really it just it, mm. it accelerates everything in my view Absolutely. and it's so important. Absolutely. And Caroline, sometimes you might not be able to help someone but even just the simple, even the simplicity of being able to say to that woman, I believe in you yeah. is often enough to give her that kickstart to say, you know what, you know, I believe in me too and I'm going to go back to my office and I'm going to do this and I'm going to tackle that challenge. Um, sometimes it's as simple as just telling someone that you believe in them, as as corny as that might sound. Uh, we all need to know and that people believe in us, you know, because yeah, um, it can be quite lonely as we know. Yes. 
Now, Olivia, social media is a powerful tool in a a more tech-savvy consumer world. Business chicks relies heavily on social media. I mean, you guys have been, whilst you said you never really necessarily had that sort of marketing strategy, it was something that's quite organic for you guys um, and you do it really well. So what are your tips for business owners in maximising social media? Yeah, sure. I mean, social media for business chicks is a huge part of what we do. Um, I think we've got over 220,000 through our social um, networks. You know, every time a member comes to a business chicks event and shares something, hashtagged business chicks, that's obviously a win for us. It means we're doing something right. Um, The best thing that we can do is to keep creating incredible content and experiences that our members will want to tell their friends about. So it's sort of as simple as that. But certainly on tips for business owners, um, I would say don't just use social to push your product. Mm. Understand why someone would follow you on social and give them content that's going to add value to their lives. You know, whenever we post anything on Business Chicks um, account, you know, we we absolutely always ask ourselves, you know, what's in this for our members and why would someone want to share this with their friends, you know. And also if you're in small business and you don't have the capacity to be on all social channels, choose two and do them really, really well. Don't try and half do five different social platforms. Um, Definitely pick two that resonate most strongly with you and you feel most passionate about and really, really do them well. And finally, I would say, you know, treat your social media followers um, like you would any other person in the community. You know, be kind, be humble, have fun and don't ever, ever, ever ignore them. Um, You know, the online world needs to behave and operate you know, to a degree like the the offline world. So that's something that we certainly do at Business Chicks. Yeah, yeah. And they're great tips, particularly I think the one around don't try and be everything to everybody and be on every platform. Yeah. Uh, And and really identify where where Mm. your target market, I suppose, lives as Mm. well, you know, because if if they're – um, not on Twitter, then there's no point in actually being on Twitter. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And only you know your business and, and you know which platforms are right for your business. Of course, yeah. Mm. Now, I believe that in business, your customers and your staff, without a doubt, make your business. Without them, you don't have a business. Mm. And coming from the corporate environment, um, this philosophy is not always recognised But I believe that most, and I can see it all the time, uh, a lot of entrepreneurial people really understand and embrace the importance of a culture in the workplace. And I can see that um, business chicks, culture is everything. Community and culture, Mm. I think, are the two Mm. words that I would associate with business chicks. Mm. So what what is the culture like Um, and uh, and how Mm. do you work to keep the culture a focus for you as well yeah sure I mean the culture internally at Business Chicks is very much a reflection of what our community stands for so that's women and men we do have some men I promise you (laughs) backing each other and saying I believe in you which you know I spoke about earlier and it's a really really strong culture of collaboration and teamwork and having each other's back um, in my mind, you know, culture to me is, a, is you know, the sum of those thousands of water cooler conversations that go on every day in offices, you know, and I certainly know the conversations going on here at Business Chicks are entrepreneurial, they're innovative, they're service oriented, um, there's a willingness to be 
bold and take risks. That's very much part of our DNA and our culture. Um, you know, when you have people coming to you for jobs, that's generally a sign of a really strong culture and that's often what happens at business chicks. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot of people that perhaps have left to try different things, myself included, um, only to come back years later, which is also a sign of a really strong culture. We definitely, it definitely feels here like you're part of something that's bigger than yourself and everyone, you know, like we're doing work that's good work and um, that that's really important to us. Um, in terms of ensuring, you know, culture is a focus, we do that in a thousand different ways every single day. Uh, but in my mind, the number one most important thing um, for me is that myself and my leadership team role model what we stand for every mm. day because I always say, you know, that the team can't be what they can't see, um, which is very, very true. And you, you hear that a bit in corporate culture and, you know, that sometimes works and that sometimes doesn't. But it's important that they see myself and my leadership group as being bold, as being risk takers, as being feminists, you know, as being people that are driven to serve because they often emulate that and that really filters down um, to, to the whole the whole team. Goodness, what else? I mean, we're a very relaxed culture. You know, we, we regularly take time out to spend together. We're a um, highly flexible workplace and that's for everyone, not just parents. And because we work so hard during the week, everyone gets to go home at one o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> so that's every week. So, yeah, I, I would say, you know, we're pretty, pretty lucky here. I mean, we're lucky as well, I guess, Caroline, because what we get to do is such incredible work. So there certainly is a feeling of service and privilege here yeah. in terms of being able to serve the community and that's really felt quite acutely if you have conversations with anyone. I just got an email this morning from, from one of our speakers saying, you know, I've never in my life experienced a more professional, fun, kind and caring team as your events team. And, you know, I'm sitting there trying not to have tears rolling my eyes. Oh. You know, it's so lovely to hear that because um, the team really do live those values every single day and across all touch points. And, and I so, think that's very evident um, at every interaction with your team, whether it be, you know, over the phone or at an event or um, even in the community online, whatever that may be, you can really see that the culture is about um, being of service and and, and humble yes. and yes. community being the, the forefront of that. And I don't even think, you know, what you said before about um, being bold. You guys are certainly very bold you, and the risks. You take risks. You really invest in how can we take this to a higher level mm -hmm. that really fulfills our community um, and actually adds value to them as well. Absolutely. And, and the leadership yes. side of things, I've always believed um, in that the leadership is, uh, is vital to a business. So the leader mm. really leads that business and mm. the team emulates that, everything emulates that. And leading by example, leading from the front, you know, yes. I, I always talk about um, leading your team into battle, not necessarily battle, but that's what it's mm. about. And you've got to be at the front line of that. Um, and leading them to success as well, doing all you can to ensure that they are successful in their roles and mm. they really love what they do and they contribute. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I always say that the, in my mind success is that we have this team that we um, – 
you know, build their skills and build their capabilities and I want them to eventually get wings and fly away. Yeah. I don't want to keep people caged here forever, you know. We need to be expansive leaders. You know, the best outcome is someone saying, you know, we had one of our gorgeous um, team members earlier this year say, you know, because of business cheats, I found the courage to find my true calling, which for me was social work. So I'm giving up my whole career and I'm going back to university to study social work and, you know, that's what I want to do in my life. And it was like, we celebrate that, you know, that's a, that, you know, as sad as it is for us to not have that wonderful woman in our team, she's living her best life and she's made a bold, courageous decision to do something different. And I couldn't be more proud of, proud of her. You know, that's what I want for the team at Business Chicks. Yeah. And that's a great example. And I think also leaders who invest in their team as well and mentor them so that they can grow and develop to the point where leaders make are the leaders at the end of yep. the day that's it you know yep. and everyone's if you, a leader everyone yep. has to be a leader yeah yep. exactly yeah. um now it's also very evident that business chicks is uh customer centric and mm. and that's a big focus as we talked about before with the mm. community so what steps do you take to ensure the customer is at the center of everything that you do or the community is at the center of everything that yeah you do? i mean you know it's literally a no-brainer our community you know our customers or community are everything and you know we're we are a community that's what our business we're in the business of so without our members and subscribers you know we we wouldn't exist so um they literally are everything to us we have a whole you know team that's dedicated to making sure that members know how to make the most I've been part of the business chicks community, for instance. Um, so anytime you have a conversation, you speak to a real person. Um, you know, we invite people to call in and have conversations with us, and that happens all the time. And feel like you know you're you're one of one. You know, you're the most important member in our community, and we we really got a lot of effort to, to make sure everyone feels that way. I mean, we're we're quite well known for surprising and delighting. Our members, so um, you know, we're constantly looking for ways to do this. Um, but really, Caroline, you know, every decision we make. So I might sit with my leadership group, or I might sit with a broader business. But every decision we make is made with a lens of how will we make our members feel, and what will our members take from the experience we offer them. We never lose sight of that. It's absolutely part of our DNA. And I can't think of a conversation that we have or a decision that we make where the first component of that is what will our members think or feel. We don't just make empty decisions based on what's good for the bottom line. We make decisions around what's good for the community. Yeah. And um, a lot of businesses could, uh, you know, take that advice on board and really consider that because uh, and looking externally, I talk about that all the time, look externally, talk to your customers, see what they, um, you know, not necessarily what they need, but what do they think you should stop doing? What do they think you should start doing? Uh, Involve them in the conversation and really every decision that's made needs to be about them, not about you. Absolutely. And that's how businesses thrive. And I think Business Chicks is a prime example of that, particularly when you talk about that you've grown organically. You've Mm. grown organically because you've put the um, community at the heart of everything that you do. And I congratulate you guys for that. Thank you. That means so much. And and certainly that was something, um, you know, that it it was, or, you know, people that know Emma Isaacs, our our founder, um, you know, she's so driven to serve and, um, 
that's just been from the get-go. I, you know, I was around in the early days of um, when the business sort of started 10 years ago, it was taken over, and Em and I would be sitting on the floor kind of packing gift bags, literally. There's a few of us in the office, and I was running another business of hers at the time that um, was very involved in business chicks. And every every product that we put in that gift bag, Caroline, would be like, do you think the members are going to like that or no? Should we not put that in the oh. gift bag? You know, like, Dad, Dad, you know, that was 10 years ago. And I mean, certainly we're probably not packing as many gift bags as we used to, Em and I, but um, but certainly we still, still, I've got a, you know, a person that works full time on gift bags yeah. in this business. Yeah. And every decision she makes is, is this something that women in our community might want to try or not try? And I know that seems quite micro, but that's, Stuff and that detail is all so important to us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it needs to be. And I also love uh, that you talk about, and particularly, um, you know, Emma, uh, I suppose, is, is about surprise and, yes. and, 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 you know, just sending little <laughs> gifts to people. And I, yeah. I really resonate with that because there was at one point when I was in corporate and I actually wrote mm-hmm. a book called The Power of Wow, Why Thank You Makes Dollars and Cents. And it is about that philosophy of, uh, you know, thank you and recognising people and just being genuine about it. And that is so important. Mm. And just making people feel special. It's not hard, you know. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we try to do that as, you know, as well as we can. You know, it's super important to us. Yeah. Mm. Now, I understand um, and I saw on social media that you guys recently hosted an exclusive leadership retreat on, um, as you talked about before, mm. on Necker Island um, with Sir Richard mm. Branson. And attending mm. this event is one of my goals and I will get oh, there good, one year. Good, good. <laughs> so, We'd love to have you. Yeah, so tell us about the experience so I can really yeah. gear up for it. <laughs> sure, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think the term life-changing gets a little bit overused, but certainly um, for a lot of uh, the community that have attended one of these immersion um, leadership programs, it has been completely life-changing. Um, you know, it's it's five days completely immersed in paradise, so I'm not going to lie, uh, enjoying lunches and dinners and experiences with um, Sir Richard Branson, obviously. So he spends the whole time with us, which is really, really wonderful, yeah. um, where the conversations are, are completely raw and real and honest. Everyone's absolutely at the same level, um, including all the speakers that we curate for the for the program. So it's really wonderful. They spend the whole time with us as well. You know, certainly some of the relationships that have been built and the businesses that have been fostered during business trips business chicks trips to NECA, um, they're incredible. You know, that's the tangible. But it's also the, you know, in my mind, the content and the connections that create the magic at NECA. Um, you know, there's no pretense, everyone's vulnerable, it's so real um, and we really spend a lot of time and energy curating the right speakers for this program. So, um, you know, obviously aside from Branson, um, we've had incredible speakers. This year we had the wonderful social psychologist Amy Cuddy join us. I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of your um, listeners know Amy Cuddy's yes. work. Um, we had the founder of Netflix um, join us. Mm. We had um, the, the incredible, I can't speak highly enough, um, 
woman from New York called Reshma Sujani who founded an incredible business and movement called Girls Who Code. Um, she's doing some, you know, life-changing work, particularly in the US, but has a very, very strong social presence in Australia. So we take a lot of time and care to create the, you know, the absolute best thought leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world. Um, so the mornings are spent in sessions and then the afternoon is all about connection of fun. So it might be going across to Witch's Other Island uh, for a beach barbecue, swimming across in some instances. Yeah, or, I saw that. I saw that Emma did that. I know. Yeah. And with gorgeous Adrian Grenier was with us, um, yeah. who the actor, um, he's a good friend of Witch's and he's doing incredible things to save our oceans. And so they all swam across and then we all went on sailboats or paddle boards or kayaks and, and um, you know, we do – adventure sports or if you just want to relax and lie in the pool we do you know sushi in the pool so I mean yeah I'm not gonna lie like it's a it it's a pretty incredible pinch me experience um and and one that um yeah we put a lot a lot of lot of work and effort and energy into so um yeah and and the groups that have come out of NECA are lifelong friends yeah you know they just had a reunion last week actually (laughs) yeah I did see that they had a dinner didn't they yeah yes um so Kelly from Edible Balloons Mm. I had a chat to her a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about it and she said you know life changing was something that's the word she associated with it but also um you know and and she's quite savvy from a um, business perspective but she said she came away with so many ideas that she'd never thought about previously you know um and she was so excited to come back because she could implement a lot of that into her business and will be doing so Absolutely. I mean, and how can you sit there, you know, at dinner next to Richard Branson, who's one of the boldest entrepreneurs in the world and not feel inspired by oh, that? Oh, absolutely. You know, <laughs> like he's pu- he's pushing you saying, you know, what are you doing next and what's going on with this? And you're like, okay, okay, you know, sure, Richard, I'll make that happen. And then you've got 20 other women backing you saying, yeah, do it, make that happen. You know, the spirit of NECA is, is pretty remarkable. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> and there's lots of dancing and cocktails and all those wonderful things as well. Oh, I and promise. you need that as well, don't you? You need yeah. that as well. Yeah, that gets the creativity going. <laughs> it does. They, have, they, they invite musicians and, you know, it's wonderful. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty special. Yeah. Well, it certainly is on my list and I, I know will we're tick get that you there, off Caroline. soon. Yes, You're, absolutely. Yeah, good. <laughs> now, Olivia, I know this is a really um, big, broad question, but what are mm. the biggest lessons you've learnt in business? Yeah, and I mean, you know, that, that is a really huge question. So I'm going to focus on the things that I guess have been most impactful for me and certainly in my mind um, – you know, so many lessons, but the biggest would be to to really never confuse kindness with weakness. Um, you know, the best leaders I know are the ones who are kind and have empathy. So that whole kind of command and control style of leadership and running your business just doesn't work anymore, Caroline. No, you know, yeah. it's so outdated and, um, you know, you, you just – as humans and, you know, as we, you know, evolve in, in business and the sort of businesses that we see popping up, the best leaders in my mind and certainly the the 
people that I look to as really strong leaders are the kindest leaders and the ones that have the most empathy for their people, their customers, and really, really understand what it is that makes their customers tick, you know, what they want and what they want to get out of um, being part of your community or buying your product, you know, that has to come through strong empathy. And um, I always say to people, don't ever, ever, ever confuse that though with weakness because it's not weak. You know, um, and in my mind, the ability to understand how people feel is just the greatest gift. Um, And I mean, again, this, this, you know, lots of leaders will say this, but um, it's so important to me, you know, you're only as good as your people. Yeah. You know, if they're happy, motivated and engaged, then our community is going to notice, right, you know, which is why we get that feedback um, saying how wonderful they are because they're not going to events feeling disgruntled. They're not producing a beautiful issue of Latte magazine feeling unhappy. You know, they're so inspired as they go into every single thing that they do um, that that means that our community is going to be well looked after and, and served and make my job much easier, obviously. But, um, you know, I, I've certainly, you know, the biggest lesson I've learned is, number one, look after your people yeah. um, because, you know, our business, you know, is the sum of our people and how much they care and and really to never confuse kindness with weakness because, um, yeah, the strongest, most effective leaders I know are always the most kind and have the most empathy. And I mm. completely agree with that. Um uh, because for me, that's the the core of everything. You know, I, I have really strong values, and and when I, as a as a leader, look at um, and there are many varied leaders, but that old school leadership of um, dictatorship just doesn't work nowadays. Mm, and yeah. businesses become stagnant when mm. leaders are like that. It is, and I've never um, heard it put this way. You know don't um confuse kindness versus mm. weakness but that is so mm. true olivia mm. um and absolutely and, and it's it's a great way to frame it because um and and that leads into you're only as good as your team and if your mm. team are happy and motivated and they've got the right leader who's encouraging them and who's um you know uh, giving them autonomy and allowing them to investigate new ways of doing things that's how businesses evolve and that's how even innovation evolves, you know. It's about empowering them to be the best that they can be. And once you do that, people shine and it's amazing Absolutely. to see, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, the um, empowered teams create pretty wonderful things. Yeah. <laughs> I know that to be true. That's a fact, <laughs> yeah. you know. It, it, disempowering people and and you know, having leaders that aren't at all expansive, you know, um, rote kind of, you know, task-driven um, employees don't create magic, I promise you. No, I agree with you completely. Mm. Now, um, what advice do you have for anyone struggling in business? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly in, in my mind, um, I would say to anyone struggling, and this seems like a big picture kind of thing for me to say but but don't lose sight of your purpose and vision and if you don't have a vision work it out you know the vision your purpose and vision has to ground every single thing you do and every decision you make you know so I would be 
you know, to use the Simon Sinek uh, uh, work, you know, start with what's your why yeah. and really use that, you know, because sometimes you find when people are really struggling in business, they've really lost sight of why they started to begin with yeah. um, and make sure that you're still passionate about it um, because if you're not, then maybe it's time to get out, you know, and be smart enough to know when it when it, you know, when you need to give it up. You know, sometimes it is more courageous to say, you know, this hasn't worked and move on to the next thing and then, um, you know, then to stay with something and have it completely destroy you. You know, in Silicon Valley they always say, you know, you're not even taken seriously unless you've had two failed startups. <laughs> um, sometimes we persist and persist and if you're not still truly passionate about what you're doing and why you're doing it, then you just need to question that. But if you are still, no, I know why I'm doing this and I know why I'm passion, passionate about it and I know what our purpose and vision are, then, you know, be brave, be tough and stick to your vision. But in my mind, and this has certainly been very, very true for me in, in my career, resilience comes through connection. Yeah. You know, the more connected you feel to not just your community but to yourself, the better, you know, you're going to be able to get through the tough times in, in business and the easier that it will be, you know, um, to, to get through those times and to have the support of other people reminding you that, again, I go back to this, that they believe in you. You know, sometimes that's enough to give you that injection um, or to help you, you know, ask for help. Um, so when you build that strong community, you feel much more connected and resilient. Um, that's always been the case for me. The times where I've got most disconnected from myself and my purpose and the business have been the times where I've felt, um, you know, the times I've been least resilient have been the times where I've felt least connected. Yeah. It's so obvious to me. And it's like reaching out to someone that's in my business community or a mentor or a friend really helps to ground you Um at those times in my mind yeah and it's about surrounding mm. yourself with those yeah. people that can lift you know lift you higher and really help you absolutely and inspire you and I believe in that so much yeah um, yeah and we spoke about it Caroline at the start it's been yeah. vulnerable enough to say I need some help yeah of course. you know yeah like and this is really really tough right now and this is what I need you know and I'm you know, I'm reaching out to you because I need your help with this or I need some support, you know, the big ask. There's nothing wrong with that. Like everyone needs support and help. No one can do it alone. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. And I love the point about purpose and vision. And mm. um, when I work with businesses, that's where we start. We start with are you clear on your purpose yeah. and are you clear on your vision? What do you want for the future? Yes. Um, without having those um, fundamentals, uh, clarity around those fundamentals, tools you're just struggling you just you don't really have any direction yeah absolutely yeah um and you don't need a big why you know your purpose doesn't have to be you know changing the world you know it it, it has to be what feels true for you in your life and your business yeah. and um completely diverse you know it doesn't need to be I want to end you know child trafficking you know like pur purpose is such an individual thing for different businesses and um it's really important that you try and do that work to identify what that is yeah yeah and and that mm. it's authentic to yeah as you say, absolutely the and to the person you know that's absolutely running that business. Yeah. <laughs> now finally yes. what does the future look like for you and business <gasps> oh goodness um certainly the future 
looks really exciting for business chicks. Um, we've got a really, really, really busy year ahead. Um, we're going to be continuing to innovate and create new products and experiences for our members. Um, I spoke about it at the start of the conversation. You know, that includes the creation of a new global platform uh, for women to connect and collaborate. Um, we've got a new product that we recently launched called Power Players, which is an incredible peer-to-peer um, mastermind or mentoring group that's facilitated by leadership experts. So we put together what we call packs of of women that are running businesses. Um, we will soon go to the corporate market with that product as well, but right now it's for business owners and entrepreneurs, and they really support each other and build really strong networks and um, support networks. So we launched that that recently, which is going really well. Um, is that you know, we'll continue- nationally? Yeah, is that nationally? Yeah, I uh, know at the moment it's Sydney and Melbourne, but okay. we absolutely will be rolling that out nationally. We'll continue our efforts in North America and and hopefully in other countries down the track. We really want to create a very vibrant global platform for women um, in business. Um, of course, we're going to continue to bring our community access to some of the world's best speakers. We've got a few big names that we're going to be announcing in the next few months, which is really exciting. So there's a lot of work going on always in the background. Um, you know, and I guess in a big picture sense, Caroline, in my mind, it's an exciting time to be a woman in the world and we want to be part of the reinvention of women's futures, you know, and the only way we can do that is to support and help each other and that's exactly what we're trying to do at Business Chicks. So everything we do um, moving forward and, and historically is going to be around how can we support women to live bigger, bolder lives and what does that look like and how do we support women to move into business ownership or, or leadership if they're in corporate positions and, and what does that mean for them. Um, certainly that's going to be a really strong focus for us moving forward in the business. That's great. So lots going on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, yeah. you know, that um, supporting women and particularly women stepping up mm. um, is, is so important because mm. um, having those conversations is vital. Yeah. And having those conversations with everybody, the men in our lives, the women in our yes. lives, just everybody. And, yes. um, and particularly I find that, um, you know, because there are so many women that are uh, I suppose, uh, are unsure about taking mm. that step. And mm. I always encourage women, just do it, you know. Yes. Um, just if you get a great opportunity, say yes and figure the rest out later because Absolutely. You, got, you got that opportunity presented to you because you're clearly good at what you do. Don't mm. doubt that um, mm. and step Absolutely. through it. You know? and, and if it's not presented to you, seek it. Yes. You know, seek it out, I would say, because, um, you know, there's a lot of talk and we could go on and on and on, so don't get me started. This is sort of my <laughs> particular area of passion. But, you know, there's a lot of talk in this country, particularly around the confidence gap with women. And, and for some women that's quite real, but in my mind that it has been a construct of the way that we've set up corporations in this country and the structures that we created and the unconscious bias that's yep. existed for many, many, many decades. You know, it's not – all, all the women I know are extremely confident. You know, they're confident. They know their capabilities. They're capable. Sometimes they need to be reminded of them, but they know that they're confident. But sometimes the system hasn't always supported that with women. So now is the time for women to demand that, in my mind, and for yep. men to support that as well. You know, I always say this is a terrible analogy. So 
So excuse me, but I do always say, you know, until we've got as many mediocre women in leadership as men, then we've not truly achieved equality, you know. So we've got to to leave even the playing field. Yeah, and it's so true, Olivia, and it's something that I talk about as well a lot and I'm very passionate about is um, demand that, you know, people say, oh, and, and, oh, we don't get paid as much, Mm. you know, there's a what is it, a, mm. a, a big gap there? And mm. and I, I say, well, you know what? I never got paid less than a man because I yes. demanded what I'm worth and I own what I'm worth. And if Absolutely. more women did that, we'd bridge that gap a lot quicker rather Absolutely. than complaining oh. about it, which I know it's not that they're I complaining, know. but do something, take action. Mm. Action mm. is where you get the outcomes. Absolutely. And if you're working for someone else, when, you know, and this is a tip for employers and someone else going for for roles, instead of sort of asking a woman, you know, how much do you expect to be paid for this role? Push back and say, great, what's the salary bracket for this role? Because women will always underquote salaries more than men. So there's often, you know, a little bit of discrepancy between, you know, what do you expect to get paid for this role? A man might inflate a big figure, a woman tends to be a and that is a fact, a tiny bit more conservative with putting money on the table, push back and say, well, what's the bracket? And then I'll tell you what my expectations are. Or, you know, just a few little things that women can be doing as well to yeah. really, really demand or, that. Or alternatively, do the research. And I yeah. used to, I, for prime example is um, yeah. when I'd, uh, you know, I have employees and we'd be going through their uh, review process of my team members. And I I always made sure that um, when this occurred, I made the individual feel uncomfortable. It was generally women. So Mm -hmm. they'd say, I'd like a pay rise. And I'd say, okay, Mm -hmm. so how much do you want? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Why are you coming (laughs) in here if you don't know how much you want? You tell me how much you want. And yeah. and I would really challenge that because it's so Absolutely. important for them to understand the next time they go into a meeting, be prepared, mm. understand mm. what you want to be able to support why you deserve that. Absolutely. And this is how we bridge the gap because we mm. we own what we're worth. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. 100% agree. We're on the same page. Yeah, I could keep going on, so <laughs> yeah, I won't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've both got meetings to go to. So, But yeah. thank you so much for your no time, problem. Olivia. I really appreciate it. And, no problem at and, all. And thanks, Such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, and thanks for all the good work that you and your team and, and, and oh, Emma do to help um, the community and, and really sort of em- embrace, you know, supporting each other. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. We love it. Thank you. Thanks for being part of the community. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to The Honest CEO Show with Caroline Kennedy. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on iTunes for your weekly dose on all things business. We've also made it easy for you by linking the subscribe to button on the virtual executive website. Caroline shares free business tools and resources there too. And if you're stuck and need some advice, book a free 30-minute session with Caroline or one of her team. Go to www.virtualexecutive.com.au and check it out.